0: welcome back to frankly nerdy we are doing the christmas episode this year we are not doing songs we're doing christmas tv specials and christmas tv episodes so anything that a show had their christmas uh, around december episode we could do that or we could do like specials um either way Uh, i have phil and andrew with me on this episode i do want to apologize my mic gets a little weird uh kind of early which sucks it goes high and low and it's kind of obnoxious so hopefully you can stick through uh phil also called in so hopefully his audio sounds good but i appreciate the listen and i appreciate you sticking around thanks and enjoy the show
1: You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I am telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. Make a list,
2: he's checking it
0: Alright, so as I said, I'm sitting here with Andrew. What's
3: going on everybody?
0: And phoning in is Phil, and we have him here on FaceTime, so it feels like he's in the room
3: with us. Right next to you. Happy to be here, Frank.
0: I'm glad you guys could uh, make it for this last-minute uh, Christmas pod. Um, so as I said, we're going to dive into TV shows that had, you know, like a Christmas special or a Christmas theme surrounding it. Um, I'll start it off just to keep it keep it honest. All right. right. First, uh, first up is from 1992, November 13th, which I thought was kind of a weird date. It's a little early to do a Christmas episode. Um, This is from the Batman animated series Christmas with the Joker. Um, This uh, this is one of my favorites, and I actually read a couple fun facts online, and it said uh, it was also Mark Hamill's favorite, and he does the voice for the Joker. Um, This episode was the second one of the whole series. So it was early on. So to be that good of an episode that early is pretty impressive. Um, my dad always loved this show. It's He used to say it was one of his favorite shows to watch with me, actually. So uh, it has a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call that, when it's like important to you from back in the day, nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah, it has a lot of nostalgia because of that. Um, have you guys ever seen this episode or that series at all?
1: I definitely have because I've watched it. You said it was a second episode? Yeah, it was like... like I the, the series, I mean. Yeah. Um, definitely have... Is is Penguin in that one, too?
0: Not Penguin. It's no. just Joker and then, like, a bunch of, like, bad toys and stuff like that.
1: I, like, vaguely remember it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it even when I'm watching and You might not have even realized. Have you ever seen that, Phil, or that show?
3: No. No, I haven't. All right. What's the plot line? So...
0: The rundown is basically Joker escapes from Arkham Asylum, classic, um, and then he he wants to like wreak havoc on Christmas. So he escapes on Christmas, and, and then it cuts to Robin wanting to watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and Batman's like, oh, I've, I've never seen it. Uh, of course. Um, so <laughs> Batman's like, I, I, I just don't feel right. Like with Joker out there, he's like, no, no one's going to do anything on Christmas. Batman Batman's like, no, nope, we got to patrol the city. So he goes out patrols everything he sees, he thinks is a crime. And it's like all people like helping each other. And he tries to stop like a guy giving a woman something she dropped back he's like uh he swoops in and realizes the guy's giving like a gift she dropped back to her and so he ducks in the alley really quick like not to be seen um so robin's like all right guys like let's go back um so they go back and then joker they go back to watch it's a wonderful life joker takes over the tv of course so batman's like you see you see robin you fucker you brought me back um he takes hostages, a couple cops, Gordon Bullock and some random officer. <clears throat> uh, he blows up a bridge. He does a bunch of stuff. So Batman's goal is to find Joker. He obviously isolates where the signal is coming from. And um, when he gets there, it's like an old toy factory, which is good. It plays into the Christmas. A bunch of toys attack Joker. <clears throat> Eventually, um, Batman obviously wins. Um, but at the end, like when he's about to get Joker, <clears throat> Joker's like, here's a gift for you, Batman. He goes to open the gift and a hand comes out with a pie and it smacks Batman in the face. And it's just like classic Joker stuff. Um, so I like this episode because, like I said, it's nostalgic. It has Christmas through the whole time. And the whole time they're kind of trying to bring in the fact that Robin really wants to watch It's a Wonderful Life. So at the very, very end, they get back and... They watch It's a Wonderful Life, and Alfred comes in and he's like, it's nice uh, Commissioner Gordon lent you his copy of It's a Wonderful Life because like, <laughs> it wasn't on TV anymore. Um, but, yeah, so it's a simple episode, but just I've been watching it probably since 1992, so it's definitely a heavy rotation Christmas time for me. Um, that's it.
3: I'll Can you it get on. that anywhere? I think I think it's on HBO okay. right now. I have so like, the have?
0: series purchased but I think they have it on HBO okay <clears throat> so it should be like episode two wow
3: yeah, yeah. I'd give that I'd a look. watch HBO HBO Max has like all the Batman animated stuff it seems like so yeah so it's the original good series. To know.
0: yeah definitely check it out
3: you would like it for sure yeah I definitely would I might watch that tomorrow
1: I'll, I'll watch, watch it, it tonight <laughs> yeah there you go give it a watch
3: <laughs> all right who,
1: who wants Andrew to that next yeah
3: you can go next. I'll default. All I'll right. go last. So my first
1: one, I would assume we were talking before, Phil. We assume that you have this on your list as well. But I'm going to go ahead anyway. See Funzo Simpsons Christmas episode. Damn. Yep.
3: No I, so, yeah, you you could, you could take it. I mean, Simpsons Simpsons have a lot. That was my favorite. So go ahead. I, I, I love talking about it.
1: So I haven't seen it in years. And I was just doing some Googling today. I forgot the whole beginning plotline of how I think Bart breaks his back or something. <laughs> and he needs to get a ramp to get into school. And Fat Tony builds them a ramp out of breadsticks. And I think all the birds take it apart at one point. Mm-hmm. And then Rainier. it bankrupts the school, leading to the corporation buying out the school and privatizing it, leading to them making the kids create a toy. I think I was too young to understand any of that when I watched it and it's just bizarre to me that that's the beginning of a Christmas episode. <laughs> I would never guess that. Yeah, it's like
0: no Christmas theme <laughs> until
1: middle. It's pretty wild. Um So yeah. A humble
3: brag that you're so young by the way, but go ahead. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and also I never knew who Gary Coleman was whenever I watched it, so I never really understood his whole character. And today I found out he does the actual voice of himself in the show. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I have, so I was on IMDb and I was reading the reviews on the episode. The first review, the top review on IMDb says, a festive dud. Really? Yeah. Really? I was shocked. Yeah. They still gave it like a seven out of (laughs) ten. Festive dog.
0: It's a a Simpsons episode, so that makes sense. Christmas spirit. Yeah, that's hilarious. Seven out of ten. Did they give like a specific reason that you saw, or or just a bunch? um,
1: Yeah, they wrote a few paragraphs, but I just read the tagline. Um, That's pretty funny. Yeah, but a seven out of ten festive or whatever. Um, another little fun fact about that episode: it was the final episode of the decade, century, and the millennium really wow so i guess 99 in december is when it came out maybe november but that's pretty cool actually yeah pretty uh pretty random um i think that's all i really have fun fact
0: no fun quotes or, i mean i'll let phil chime in I on mean, this episode i guess I'm love something to say. <laughs>
1: i love when i i think my favorite part is when they're going around the, the school room like all right children what do you want in a Toy and the girls are like, I want it fluffy and yeah. nice or whatever. And then the, yeah. the guys like, and with loads of firepower yep. or whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> all righty,
3: Phil,
0: if you got anything to say,
3: yeah, I mean this was uh, this was gonna be one of mine, but I mean I, I have other Simpsons um, in the chamber ready to go to replace it, but um, this is my favorite Simpsons episode, Christmas time. Uh, first of all, the Fat Tony scene. If you go back and rewatch the scene where Fat Tony comes out of nowhere, he literally appears out of the, the thin air. Like if you watch frame by frame, he has, there's a tiny skinny tree behind Skinner and he just appears out okay. of that tree. It's so funny. Like did someone say like Lone Shark or something? <laughs> like he, he, he comes out and saves the day. Um, Moe Sizzlak mm-hmm. is my favorite character he is on the screen for maybe 10 seconds in this entire episode and is the best. Yep. Like they're, they're going around the room trying to figure out how they're going to pay for the new school at Skinner's house. And he says, we can tell liquor I'm doing great. And he says, please, sir, put some shoes on. And it pans down. He's wearing wonder bread bags <laughs> on his feet for shoes. And he says, well, you like my bags? Like that's just, and then he's, then he's done. And then at the very end, when they save Christmas, because Funzo, the toy that they make, is trying to murder the other toys. So Homer and Sim- Homer and uh, Bart and Lisa are trying to steal everybody's Funzo to save the day. When they do, the next morning, they're panning around. And it's all the montage of all the characters, like Mr. Burns did the Christmas Carol thing and all this stuff. And then they say, and Mo took his head out of the oven. And it's Mo in his boxers. <laughs> with a sign on his back that says no funeral in the oven <laughs> and he removes himself. So like that is just so Mo that he would bump himself on Christmas and then do it in the most like painful <laughs> way possible. With I don't think anyone's ever done it. Yeah. No. With a sign that says no funeral. <laughs> like how sad is that? Yeah. But that's just Mo. I love that you love uh, that
0: scene too. I like remember that every year that you, <laughs> you love that it's Mo. the background in your of my oven. phone. Yeah, that's okay.
1: It's my Christmas background.
3: right? A Christmas goose, a plump, Christmas plump goose. Christmas goose. But and, and the other, the, the other scene that I would say, I mean, there's so many clips because we could talk about this probably all night. But um, the the Gary Coleman scene, Bart and Lisa are sneaking underneath his desk to get by him because he's running security for this manufacturer toy company or whatever and corporate toy company, and he's on the phone arguing with a Chinese restaurant and they're trying to get around them. And Lisa's like, come on, let's go. And Bart's like, I want to see how this plays out. She's like, the phone's not even plugged in. (laughs) And, (laughs) and she holds up the phone cord and he goes, hold on. I got another call. Yes, Mr. President. I'll be there right away. (laughs) And the look, Bart and Lisa look at each other. So like, like they're so sad for this guy. And then they just keep moving. Like it was that, that look that they give each other is so priceless. So, um, that that's that's a great episode i'm i'm disappointed by that imdb that that is such that a is quality episode yeah, it's
1: weird. Um, i mean
0: i guess of all the holiday ones there's not too much christmas till the end maybe that's their that's
1: the maybe
0: that's I mean, their holiday. metric
3: homer's literally dressed as santa going house to house caroling yeah but their, that's their at toys. like
0: the very end you know like I, it's yeah, the I school guess. handicap ramps and it's the toy and then yeah, they steal them all back,
1: which is great. I mean, the whole that's a great episode. Back to the uh, the yes, Mr. President part. I say that joke like kind of often amongst my friends. I realized today that's where I got it from.
3: <laughs> that's But
1: <hilarious. laughs> you dropped the yes, Mr. President. Okay, if I pick I'll be there right phone, away. I'll just say it. if someone else calls me, <laughs> that's to pretty. My that's Gary I'm Coleman. Like, yes, Mr. President.
3: <laughs> that's Gary. R.I.P.
1: Yep, R.I.P. Legend. All right, Phil, you wanna
3: kick uh, Well, um. Let's see. I mean, I I feel like I already kind of did one there, piggybacking off of yours. Um, But, yeah, I'll I'll take one on it. And I I can definitely be long-winded. So jump in, Frank, as the host, uh, to interrupt me here. So I feel like this could be stolen. um, So I'm going to take it early. I don't know. This is an office one. Um, I feel like the office is – so thinking about this, like the office is one where – They have an episode almost every year that's Christmas related. It it, kind of became a thing. The best one, in my opinion, is the first one they ever did. Good choice. Season two, episode 10, called Christmas Party. Um, And this is, to me, I'm a huge Office fan. So this episode is great. I'll talk about um, the the plot line here. And then there's also a nugget at the end that I want to add, after you guys give your thoughts on the episode, about why this episode is so important to this series. Um, but the the plot line here, we've got Michael Scott throwing an office party. They're doing a Secret Santa. Everybody buys specific gifts for other employees, and uh, Michael fired someone in a previous episode, so got a big bonus, and exceeded the $20 limit, buys a $400 iPod video, um, so the show's kind of dating itself, like 2005, and they're going around, and Michael's quoted as saying, Christmas is great because you're able to tell someone, Hey man, I love you this many dollars worth. So they're going around secret Santa, open up and they're all getting shit. That's like specific. And I rewatched this episode lately. Season two to like five is the office. Like in its prime. So good. Every fucking scene is like perfect quality, like dialogue. Everything's a one-liner. Like it's beautiful. And so it it would not benefit us from, like, trying to call out, like, every single line because every scene is a great line. Um, As they're going through Secret Santa, Ryan opens his present from Michael. It's a video iPod. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 wow, that's great. You You know, now that's on the table. Michael goes next, gets a homemade oven mitt from Phyllis, and gets all pissed off, throws a big temper tantrum, saying, hey... Phyllis is trying to tell you, hey, Michael, I love you, a homemade oven mitts with. So it changes the whole game, changes it into White Elephant. So it puts everybody's gifts back in under the tree. And now they do White Elephant, which is when you can steal a gift. And obviously everyone's stealing the president. No, the president, Michael, brought, which is the iPod, and he gets that gets him all fired up um, because he's happy because he's so socially awkward. And it turns out, you know, everybody gets all upset because you know we've got Oscar receiving a name tag that says Kelly cuz everything was like specific for employees. <laughs> yep. um so it everyone's <laughs> all pissed off Chris spirit's dead and then Michael tries to redeem it he goes to the the best scene is he goes to the liquor store and and he's at the checkout counter and he says hey you're the expert is this enough to get 16 people drunk and the guy looks down there's he goes 12 handles of vodka. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll do the trick. Yeah. And, uh, it kind of saves the day, goes back and sort of apologizes. And the, the office party actually kicks off and turns into a shit show and turns into what Michael wants it to be, which is a, you know, crazy party. So, um, do you guys know the episode? Are you guys even office fans to begin with? I, I wasn't sure if, you know, this was going to be, uh, something that was on somebody's radar.
1: I watched the office all the way through one time probably i don't know eight years ago and i haven't really watched it since so a lot of the episodes this one included kind of are just gone from my memory but i have seen it (laughs) i just don't remember it
0: um yeah we almost every year this is actually the first year we haven't done it we watch every office christmas episode we'll just go through it on I don't even know where it is streaming now but we used to just go in whatever seasons had christmas episodes play them through some are obviously better than others <clears throat> um I agree this one's my favorite too uh I think I I think this is just you know it's it's such a per- you could watch just this episode never see the show and it's just it, it's just really perfect You would still laugh um I do want to just comment too like when I was younger, I used to like Jim and now I hate Jim rewatching. And I like Dwight. Like I flipped. I just wanted to add that just since we're talking about the office. Um, I hate Jim now as an adult. And I love Dwight because he's like more responsible and mature. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that's how he should be. <laughs> like, but yes, great. I, I do love this episode.
3: I, I agree with that take on Jim, but I, I think it's more the later seasons. Jim just becomes so unlikable.
2: True. Like in
3: those previous, in, in the, early seasons that like what we're talking about true i think jim is still likable and very uh perfect but he becomes almost hateable um the whole
2: show
0: almost becomes hateable like especially i don't even know if i like it up to like you said season five i don't remember when i i'd have to go back and rewatch because i've only watched through it like a couple times um but there is definitely a point where i don't like it anymore also i'm assuming season five is like when they start is that when Michael leaves? or
3: Michael leaves in season seven. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. you know, I'm giving them that three-season window. But I just want to add one more tidbit to this because yeah, I, no, I think this is very uh, interesting to me. I've listened to enough podcasts and uh, I've read multiple books on The Office because I'm a loser. Um, <laughs> but the this episode is huge because... What a lot of people don't remember is season one of The Office was absolutely shit on. It got six episodes, got terrible ratings. No one wanted it, and or, or no one liked it. And NBC was just kind of throwing them a bone. And they were living on, like, six-episode extensions. And, so, and that was, like, unheard of. They were treating this show so horribly, which was way different than they treated, like, television at that time. That's not how it rolled. They were saved almost, by this product placement, which is the iPod video. Mm. And they made that deal with Apple and instantly became available on iTunes for free. And so now wow. this was at the crux of streaming and TV uh, ratings and all that. No one knew what was ahead of them with like the whole streaming thing. So what was happening was real life ratings. They weren't really that good, even in season two, but they had this underswell of fans on iTunes who fucking loved them. And it was the younger crowd that loved them. And that's what saved them in the end of the day. Like this, this crazy group of, you know, fans who were already hooked on the, the video and streaming through iTunes, that really played a huge factor in them, you know, cause they were critically acclaimed because the, that's the worst thing you can be if you're a television show, because it means you have a small group of people who really like you. That's what they were because of this group. And if it wasn't for them and this whole streaming thing coming about, they probably would have you know, died after season two. But this product placement episode, this contract that they made saved. Me. And I've read enough books, I've listened to a podcast where everyone seems to agree that that is the case. So that's another reason why I like this episode. It's like, wow, this was a crossroads and it saved the day. So um, I'll get off my soapbox for a while here. That's pretty
1: wild that they were kind of saved by streaming because today I would guess that they're probably the most streamed show.
3: They, I mean, I listen to to that. Probably, right? I listen to uh, Kevin's podcast from uh, The Office is his thing and, and he calls out every episode that they're, There are over like 1 billion streams on Netflix before it got taken down from Netflix. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I know
1: three times straight, just back to back to back.
3: It's my background. show. Yeah. Like it's always on.
0: True. Yeah. It's a good background show for sure. Um, I do want to say
1: Yankee swap. (laughs) (laughs) that's (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <key swap. laughs> that's, <the best. laughs> that's
0: great i think that's called what does he say sad christmas or mean christmas yeah, yeah I mean, they, they, like, they go hey, around I think they call that mean christmas or something
3: shouldn't we about that specifically for Pam. Yeah, they, they uh yeah they all have their own you know like most families have their own name of that mm. and uh of course you know that's what he wants to play S-
1: speaking of white elephant I, I recently had one in our office um <clears throat> And I got AirPod Maxes. I opened it up, and I was one of the last people or Pros Dude, AirPod Pro, like whatever they are. Episode, and like by far the best gift you can get. Someone obviously steals it from me, and I end oh. up with extra virgin olive oil what? as my gift. Get could, could you get it? any higher to any lower in a span of one minute?
0: That's infuriating.
1: Wait, so extra virgin you, olive oil. I thought it was cologne when I opened it. I was like, yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I literally said it out loud, I couldn't think of what the word for cologne was. I was like, everyone's like, oh, what is that? What is that? I said, what do you call perfume for men? <laughs> 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 and then someone's like, no, dummy, it's extra virgin olive oil. I was like, oh, sorry. I wasn't expecting cookware. <laughs> <laughs> cookware. That's pretty
3: good. What asshole, first of all, what asshole bought that? And then, who went way above so, the cap
1: it was like a 30 dollar cap i would assume it was one of the one of the founders who decided to do i mean
3: this is exactly episode. that episode
1: yeah i lived it and i got the short end you lived it i'd be pissed i know that's you got terrible
0: um <laughs> that is funny though that's like exactly like what this episode is and my mic fucked up can you hear me like yeah no, i can hear you okay um all right, so I guess I'll do my next one. Uh this is another cartoon. Uh this is Bob's Burgers. This episode is from season four, twenty thirteen. This is called Christmas in the Car. Uh it opens with it's the day after Halloween and they buy their Christmas tree. Hang
3: that ball, and the ball goes over there, and this goes over there, and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, everybody, look at the tree! Oh, I love this tree!
1: It's the day after Halloween, Lynn. Don't you think we might have gotten the tree a little early?
3: Oh, put some mistletoe on my butt and kiss it, Bobby. Okay. Yeah, Dad, stop ruining Halloween by not celebrating Christmas.
0: Cut to three weeks later, Bob's throwing away his dead tree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Then they they go out to get another tree even though it's like what Thanksgiving at that point where like a little bit before Thanksgiving. Um, and so they buy them the, the tree again and Linda's decorating it. And she's like, look at the tree Bobby. And she's like, I'm not, he's, I, I'm not looking at the tree until tomorrow. So I guess, yeah, it must be, like, right at the end of November. So he's like, I'm not looking at the tree till tomorrow. Then it cuts to four weeks later. Tree's dead again. It's Christmas Eve. So that's basically what gets you into the situation. So it's Christmas Eve. They need a tree. He's got a ham in the oven. And every time he says there's a ham in the oven, uh, his daughter's like, just let it out, dad. Like, he's got a shit. And he's like, no, I got a literal hand right now baking in the oven. Um, I need to stay here because if I leave, it'll dry out. But they convince him to go and... um get a tree on Christmas Eve. So she calls around, finds a lot that's a hour away. Um, and at the same time, the side plot is that the kids want to catch Santa Claus, so they set up a trap um, in the refrigerator at the milk. So he eats the cookies, and he'll go to the fridge for milk, and he'll get caught. They arrive at the lot. All the trees suck, and there's a candy cane truck, a cu- truck shaped like a candy cane. And Bob backs out a lot after they buy a tree, Cause the kids are like, "You're good to back up," and the truck almost hits them. So Linda starts honking jingle bells at the truck, and Bob's like, "It just sounds like honking. There's no, there's no tune. It's just honking." She's like, "No, listen, jingle." He's like, "He can't hear you. It's just the." Um, so then the truck starts following them and starts hunting them down. Um, so they go around, they slide off the road, they do like a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where they're trying. He tries to pass, they try to pass um they play chicken uh they go to a diner they tell the police the police officers are like are you guys hurt no okay so they go on they're still trying to get home and um Linda orders stuff at the diner and they have to leave because Bob's being unruly um th- so the while they're doing this they're they're now late to get home so Bob's ham is drying out so they call Teddy who's like the idiot like plumber guy um so they tell Teddy, go over, turn the oven off. And he's like, what do I have to do? I've never done an oven. He's like, just turn it to off. He's like asking all these directions. Um, Teddy goes over. He sees there's cookies on the table. So he eats the cookies and he's like, my mouth's dry. And he's like, he reads the note, milk is in the fridge, opens the fridge. Just put your hand through this wreath and grab the milk. So he puts his hand through and he gets caught. And he acts like an animal. He's like, flying around. It's, it's actually like a hilarious scene. Um, so then they go back to the road, the truck's chasing them. So they turn off on a side road, they get stuck. Um, and Bob's like scared. The truck leaves. <clears throat> they all try to get out and push the car. They can't the truck comes back. And Bob's like ready to confront the guy. And the guy gets out and he looks badass. and they drop down. And he's like four foot tall. And he's like, Oh, you look like that. So he's like not scared at all. Um, And then the guy's like, why are you honking at me? (laughs) And Linda's like, it's Jingle Bells. Um, So they help him. He gets them out, and then Linda gives him, you know, the treat that she bought from the diner. So the guy's like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best Christmas ever. Usually people aren't nice to me. Um, So I thought it was, like, a cool – they also give him the tree. So they give him the tree and, like, the thing she bought from the diner that she waited, like, 30 minutes for. And so they get nothing from this whole journey. They get nothing. And this guy gets something. So like the whole time, it's like snow and it's Christmassy. But like that message is like that nail on the Christmas head of like the moral and the thing you want to take home. Um, and that makes your heart like, ah, oh, that was nice. Even though the guy was a dick, they wow, they gave him the treat and uh, you know, the tree and the treat. Um, so then they finally get home and uh, they find uh, what's his face on the floor. And he's like, did you open my car, Jay? He's like, your car, like, the refrigerator fell on you. Like, you're trapped. Like, should I get you? He's like, no, open the card first. And so, I don't know. It was just really funny. And that show's, like, it's got so many one-liners. I didn't, I was going to write a bunch down, but I was like, fuck it. I'll just tell the story. Um, It's just one liner after another on that show. And they all zing each other. I absolutely love Bob's Burgers. But as far as Christmas episodes go, I think this is one of the best.
1: How wild that Bob's Burgers is the show that gives you you know the moral message of christmas it's i know right nice. you think i would have got it from batman right <laughs> but
0: yeah that that's always cool though like it's the whole time it's like shitty and you're like god damn they're so miserable but then they give up everything they went out for you know to make someone else happy so it's got that little you know heartfelt message at the end for christmas that's um, cool have you guys ever seen this show do you like the show have you ever seen this particular episode
1: i've definitely seen a couple episodes um I did like it. I didn't not, you know, want to keep watching. This is hard to keep up with shows. I've really struggled with that, but, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good show. I, I would definitely watch that Christmas episode. It sounds funny. What about you, Phil?
3: Yeah, I, I watch Bob Burgers every now and then. I'm not a, a big time fan, but I know all the characters. Like, I know Teddy, you know, so you mentioning him getting stuck, like, that makes me laugh, because I know his character. Um, and, I have not seen that episode, but, from that description i'm i'm definitely intrigued so uh yeah i would definitely give that a look because it is a good show I, I was originally turned off by Bob's burgers when i when it first came out really? cause I, I thought the uh i thought the the animation was weird with like the voices i just like couldn't i don't know something about it but because of its, like staying power it it kind of hung in there and that made me like go back to it and say like okay i'll i'll When it's on, I'll I'll watch it. You know, I'm not going to shy away from it. So, um, yeah, I've I've learned to kind of get a kick out of it.
0: Yeah, it's a good—and it's on Hulu, too. So if you have it, you can pop a couple on if you want to try it or either of you want to try it again. Um, But, yeah, that's my second pick.
1: All right. Um, I don't know if this is against the rules, but this is, like, not a TV series, but kind of an episode just for Christmas. Um, it's Santa Claus is coming to town, like the stop motion one. i will let it slide. We'll let it slide because I was struggling to come up with some. <laughs> so, um, so Santa Claus is coming to town. I think everyone's probably seen it. I think it came out in early seventies. This one. I think the other ones are like the sixties, right? Seven. Uh, it's. I think this one was later. It might be. Um, I know
0: some of them are really old
1: from Rankin Bass or whatever. Yeah, maybe in yeah. late fifties, but. uh <clears throat> I have a couple fun facts here again which i thought were interesting so the penguin's name is topper and at one point they scratched his name from the show why so i don't know what maybe i really have no idea no one knows why they changed it to waddles so (laughs) from topper Topper to waddles sexual thing like i don't know maybe there's too many like topper i hardly know her jokes i don't know um so topper to waddles and then they went back to Topper. So at one point, you can't really get this. Um, you can't get the episodes where they call him Waddles. Like, they're scrubbed, I guess. They weren't ever released on like DVD. But on the broadcast, he was Waddles at one point. So someone That's could just be making this actually. up, too. Because there's no way to prove it. That's true. And I'm just buying what someone said on the internet. So, But I like to believe it. Um another season of believing. So. Season of giving. Um Burgermeister, translate roughly to city master or mayor, which I thought was interesting. Burgermeister, Meisterburger. Yep, so they actually used the real German word. That's pretty cool. Um, they were really big on the Germans at that time. I guess they were still, you know, the whole Nazi thing was kind of fresh. Um, all of the evil characters in the show, speak. so it takes place in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, every evil character has a German accent except for Tanta Kringle, she's the only good person with a german accent and all the heroes are american. good american accent just the way it that should That seems
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> That seems
1: about right. So I thought that was interesting. Um also I watched a little bit of it today. They did a lot of uh So like if you're in the town, I forgot what the town's called, but Bürgermeister's town, everything is gray a gray color scale yeah and then chris kringle comes in he's wearing bright red so it's like an obvious like oh like this is dark yeah yeah it's like w- they do that in a lot of movies i found and once you see it once you kind of notice it for yeah the of what the director's kind of going for yep so i thought that was cool um fred astaire is a narrator didn't know that i didn't know that. i only know him for dancing i didn't know he uh did any acting roles too um <laughs> another kind of cut from the movie. There's a scene where the Burgermeister burns the toys and all the kids are crying. They cut that out like what to this TV? day. Yeah, on TV. So if you watch on TV that scene, I guess they thought it was too traumatizing for kids for some reason. It's not even that bad. But it's cut out, and the only way to see it, you would have to watch one of the original um, releases. So like the VHSs we have, that has it. But if you watch it on TV, oh, really? you really buy the new DVD... It oh, doesn't that's have so it. shitty. I hate it. Yeah, it's so weird.
0: It. Wow, that's garbage. It's not even bad.
3: Rewriting history?
0: That's, that's, like, one, and not to, sorry, but that's, like, one of the arguments I have. Like, when I buy things I love on hard copy, that's, like, one of the reasons. It's just, like, yeah, because they do change, like, Star yeah. Wars, Wars would is, be you know, the most times. egregious. So, like, having a hard copy of that, like, on VHS from back mm-hmm. in the day would be so much better than having the new shitty releases, because every, like, couple years, they fuck it up again, and... Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't know. So, yeah, like certain things I'll buy hard copies of just for
1: like, mm-hmm. okay, this will stay the time capsule that's supposed to be. Well, this is one of them because I guess they were on the Nazi just bandwagon here Like because burning toys, like burning books. It's kind of the that's same. That's why I feel of. like
0: it's older, too. But, I mean, you looked it yeah. up. I the, thought it said I just yeah, felt I mean, like, I could like it be was older.
1: Wrong. But, uh, yeah. And then lastly, the IMDb top review. It holds up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty accurate. I thought it was good. I, like I didn't that. have a, a problem with that one compared to the. It Simpsons holds one. up. It's like yeah, it does.
0: I mean, that's not bad <laughs> for something fifty plus years old. You
1: know. I can't imagine be, how long it took to make that too. Oh my god. Scene by scene. Yeah. yeah. Back then. Years like, yeah, like, probably.
3: Right. Rank and bass, like, like, like those guys were just glad for punishment because that's all they did. Was those like stop motion like things. I mean some cartoons but still like that's wild to think about like how much effort they put in just to making movies so yeah. it's a good thing we're still watching it but
1: right. it holds up so yeah it's, it's worth true. it it holds up <laughs> holds up baby <laughs> that's all i have on it all right cool um I, I like that one a
0: lot too i think that's one of my favorite of pr- probably one of my favorite of the rank and bass uh i think it's the most interesting one also isn't Santa yeah. ginger in that one Diaz. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's very much. I love very that. Very that very <laughs> was like I I used to identify with that, so it was
3: pretty cool. Yeah, it's either that or Rudolph, right? Like, <laughs>
0: true. <laughs> like, which one are you gonna go? Yeah, I know. True. That's terrible for me, right? All right, cool. Uh, you can go, then, right. Phil.
3: I'll I'll go next. Um, so I don't know if you guys are big fans of the show, but Frank, you mentioned something earlier that. Uh, I think applies to this Uh, being that you don't even have to be a fan of this show. If you just watch this episode, I think you would still get a kick out of it. This is always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you guys like watch a show at all or or not really?
1: I used to, I watched up to probably season. I don't even know what season they're on now, like 11 or something. I probably watched up to season seven or eight.
3: Okay. Um, So you guys know, I'll give, like, the high-level breakdown, but you guys, at least talking with you, you know the characters. Um, So this is season six, episode 13, Um, and I believe that this was, like, the first, like, one-hour special that they did. Um, I think they've done some since, but back at that time, you know, this was a a big deal. Um, So... I think this is a perfect Christmas television episode. Uh, and I'll give reasons for that throughout the description of this plot. But the main characters, as in, you know, every Always Sunny episode, they kind of, there's two separate storylines going on at once. Characters usually break off at random, you know, and uh, go amongst it themselves. So it starts off, they're in the bar at Christmas. And Christmas Eve, Charlie and Max are teamed up in this episode, which is always good. Um, and they're talking about their Christmas traditions, but then they realize like they just, like aren't feeling Christmas. Um, so they try to find their Christmas spirit, and the way they cho- they choose to do that is go back into their like childhood and try to find what they used to love. Uh, in the process, they stop at Max's house, realize that in Max's childhood. His family was actually stealing presents from the other children in the neighborhood on Christmas Day to give to them. Um, so that brings them down in that revelation. Then they go to Charlie's house to try to get into the Christmas spirit, and they realize that he had multiple Santas coming over on Christmas Day. <laughs> realized his mom was a prostitute. So their Christmas spirit, in the attempt to try to find it through nostalgia and all that, fails. Um, the while that's going on. You have Dennis and Dee, brother and sister, trying to give Frank, who at one point in time in the series was their father, uh, a Christmas carol type of deal. So, you know, the first storyline you have, like, just trying to regain Christmas spirit through childhood stuff. Next one, it's a Christmas carol. They're trying to give Frank a past, present, and future Christmas because growing up, he used to do the fake-out, okay? And fake-out was He would wrap up empty boxes of presents and put them under the tree or buy exactly what they wanted for Christmas and then keep them for himself. That's what he used to call the fake out. So they were tortured as children and they're trying to get back. out. Um, So they do all that. And he buys in the process of that Dennis's dream car, which is a Lamborghini and D's like $5,000 bag and uses it to store his Cheetos um, <laughs> yeah. and like just to give another fake out to them. Um, so those storylines are intersecting and, and going on at the same time. Uh, Frank eventually crashes his Lambo and ends up in the hospital in a coma, at which point he has a stop motion uh epiphany. So that's another reason why it's another check in the box of like this, this episode has everything. Uh, and it's not a friendly thing like Santa Claus coming to town. They are very graphic, very vulgar. They kill Frank uh, in his revelation and do it in a very sick and twisted way. Um, so then when he comes out of that, he, he has, you know, the revelation. It's not good to be mean and uh, gives everybody what they want for Christmas. And then they get robbed uh, at the very end and they get everything taken from them. So at the very, very end, Dennis or sorry uh charlie and mac go back to their old school childhood traditions which on christmas day was throwing rocks at trees. and they introduced the other three to that to try to make them feel better on christmas day now this episode has the stop motion claymation thing it has the christmas carol thing childhood stuff they're at the mall they're dealing with mall craziness at one point at some point they try to do Christmas carols in South Philly to one of the families that uh, they stole Christmas presents from. And I think that, by itself, is hilarious because if you try to go Christmas caroling in this day and age at night in South Philly, you're going to get the exact reaction that they got, which was yo! <laughs> Shut the fuck up down there! Like, what the fuck? True. Like, hey, mind your own business, pal. No, fuck you! Like, you know, that's exactly what you're going to get. Um, and then, you know, throwing rocks at Santa. Sorry, throwing rocks at the train um, at the end is just a way to cap it off so fantastic episode i rewatched it again this year just to get um back in the the spirit of things and i was just you know very happy with that decision to rewatch it because it does have it all
0: um we uh back in the day me king and carmen used to like do christmas gifts and one year when this came out we bought this uh um dvd for alan for christmas because we were kind of into the show back then um and we watched it like right before christmas together it was it was a cool memory um and yeah the one thing i do remember the most was the rocks at the end at the train like that like is the one takeaway that i can still remember to this day i haven't seen the episode since um and i i don't know why i should rewatch that every year that seems like a it is good a no-brainer
3: that's on hulu, it's on hulu. Yep.
0: yeah i i don't know why i haven't i haven't watched it again um but yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. Um, that's awesome. I'd like that episode.
1: My favorite scene that you didn't mention um, is when they're in the mall, and I guess I can't remember what gift they're trying mm-hmm. to get. Like we'll just say it's an Xbox. Um, and he or I guess Mac is saying to the store worker, like, oh, Mike Schmidt walks in here. You got an Xbox for him, right? And this worker's like, uh, who's Mike Schmidt? Like, a little nerdy guy. He's like, you don't know who Mike Schmidt He starts going off on him. And then he proceeds to say, Von Hayes walks in here. You got one for him. Like, nobody knows who Von Hayes is. <laughs> I don't know who Von Hayes is.
3: That's, that's what Charlie that's, says to him. Yeah. Like, nobody, knows, nobody who knows who Von Hayes who that is. is. <laughs> that's the best got, part of that yeah, episode, I think. Mike Schmidt walks in here. That's the guy from Drunk History that he's parading in that. Uh, okay. Yeah, he, Text looked, Text. he looked familiar. Yeah. yeah, that's a great scene. Um, just calling out Philly's legends, you know. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Von Hayes, that's who my friend Von's named after. Um,
1: I need a Von Hayes but, jersey.
3: <laughs> the, the five for one. Phillies gave up five guys for him. Um, yeah, the, the one thing, oh my god, the caroling part, I, I just wanted to comment, side note from Always Sunny, I found out this year uh that caroling so when i watched this episode it made me think of it um like caroling back in the day christmas used to be like a a two-day bender or three-day bender and caroling started because the poor people used to go sing at the rich people's houses and basically essentially hold their house under siege (laughs) until they got gifts from the rich people. And if you listen to classic Christmas carols, like for example, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. They say, give us some figgy pudding, give us some figgy pudding. We won't leave until we get (laughs) some. We won't leave until we get some like that. That's exactly what they're not talking about that in like a funny way. They're saying like, that's real deal shit. We're here. We want, we're singing for you. It's like a a squeegee wiper in the city. Like I'm, I'm wiping this for you. Give me my fucking money. Like, That's exactly what it's like. So when I watched that episode, I was like, that's really funny. Um, so, yeah, great episode. I I very much recommend it because it's, it's got everything.
1: Damn. Classism is funny, isn't it? You know. <laughs> Wait, what? Classism, is that a word? Oh, yeah, classism. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty funny.
0: A little classic
1: <laughs> classism for you.
0: I, I love that tidbit, dude. You should have opened with that. That blew me away. Yeah, I never do that. It okay. just like makes that makes me so excited for Christmas carols now. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> just like, hey, we're not leaving. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's really funny. Um, all right. So my next one, um, I'm pulling an Audible here because I'm gonna save another one for last because I think we'll be able to talk more about it. Um, This one, so this is, I have a couple shows that, like, when I'm hungover, I watch. So one was, like, Archer back in the day. I used to love watching that while I'm, like, just nursing myself back to health. And oddly enough, Twilight Zone, the original was one of them, which is weird because you kind of have to, like, pay attention. But, like, I always found the black and white and, like, the Rod, like, the whole thing was very mellow. So I used to love watching it. They have a Christmas episode. It aired December 23rd, 1960, Season 2, Episode 11. It's called Night of the Meek. So, this is kind of older, but this this episode, like, I watched it again today just to, like, refresh. And I was like, God damn, like, I can think of, like, a handful of Christmas episodes that or Christmas movies that we watch now that, like, maybe, maybe might have taken some ideas from this um so it opens with a drunken department store santa he's uh missing his shift you can see the store managers like walking around like where the hell is he he's supposed to be back at like six thirty. they cut to him at the bar and he's putting on a load he's had like six or seven drinks he's had six drinks because the bartender says he owes him three dollars and 80 cents for his six drinks and a sandwich which is i was i had to write that down because i was like holy shit three dollars and 80 cents for six drinks and a sandwich and i think he's drinking liquor so that's impressive um the bartender's like hey it's 6 30 you told me to remind you he was like yeah yeah you did um thank you for that what the what am i supposed to do at six thirty? 30 he didn't know um then he eventually stumbles into the apartment store as he's leaving it's like a snowy city so you get the whole vibe he leaves the bar he stumbles back um he gets back on his throne. The department store is like, "Hey, Santa's back." Kid walks up. He's like, "Hey, what's your name, kid?" He's like, "My name's Percival Smithers." He's like, "Ah, what do you want for Christmas?" And he's like, uh, I I want a new first name." I was like, "Damn, that's that's pretty good." Um, then Santa falls out of his chair, <laughs> like rolls down the steps, and everyone's like, "Oh, Santa's drunk." Um, so he gets fired. So he leaves. He starts walking around. He tries to go back to the bar. He won't let him in. Um, he walks down an alley and he sees a bag, a sack, a sack falls over a bunch of like old empty cans fall out of it. So he keeps walking. Then he hears like a jingle bell and he turns around and the sack is now filled with wrapped presents. And they're like coming out of the bag a little bit. And he's like, Whoa, he's like really excited because he's actually like a nice guy. Um, so he takes the bag and he goes to like the old, I, I guess it's kind of like an old folks home is like where he kind of lives and he starts being like what do you want like jimmy and he's like i want a smoking jacket and he's like ah right, here you go jimmy and it, it comes out of the bag and he's like "Ah, right, what do you want right, i want a nice sweater he's like what size he's like ah, i don't care whatever size he's like here you go and he gives it out um and then the guy's like Can i have a pipe for my smoking jacket and he's like ah right, here you go, buddy." Like. Um, so then the woman leaves and gets a cop. It's like, God, I'm like can't guys have fun ever? Um, so this woman leaves. He gets the cop. The cop's like, where'd you get all this? He's like, I honestly don't know. He's like, it's probably stolen. Can I see a receipt? And he's like, I don't have a receipt. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, he's like, all right, well, you got to come back to the station. I'm like, that's
1: kind of draconian.
0: That's a, that's, a pretty, that. that's a pretty big <laughs> jump. Um, goes down to the station, calls the department store manager because he assumes that's where it was stolen from. He comes in. They open the bag. It's all empty cans again. Department store manager's like, "Yeah, whatever." He's like, "If that really was a magic bag, uh, I'd, I'd want a vintage brandy." And he's like, pulls it out, and he's like, "Merry Christmas, fellas!" So the Santa leaves, and the guys get like drunk. The guy and uh, the cop get drunk. He leaves. Then they cuts to Santa. He's giving out gifts to kids. They're they love him. They're they're you know they're in heaven they're getting everything they want every kid's asking for whatever they want and they're getting it from Santa um, so at the basically that's how it kind of ends he's like you know what this was the best Christmas ever he, he says out loud he says I wish I could do this every year drops the sack on the ground walks away walks down the same alley he went down and he finds a sleigh and an elf pops out <laughs> she's like hey let's go We got to get ready for next year. It's going to be here quicker than you know. And he sits in the sleigh, and he's happy as a pig in shit. And um, so, essentially, he becomes the real Santa Claus because in this universe, in the beginning, it's like our universe, so, you know. And so he becomes Santa Claus. Like, he wants to be the mythical Santa Claus. He becomes the real Santa Claus. And I thought that was such a sick, like, I don't know it was just such a sick twist and then at the end Rod Serling's like Merry Christmas everybody and it's like I was like god damn this one's fucking good Um, so I love this one and uh, I definitely wanted to talk about it even though it's like really old but I feel like Twilight Zone is one of those shows that everyone's seen at least one or two of so you could kind of relate have either of you ever seen this particular
1: episode I have not seen this one what about you Phil
3: I haven't seen it I was I was um I'm intrigued by it because i thought i was waiting for the twist to be like something negative like my my Mm -hmm. you know preconceived notion of twilight zone is like like semi horror almost and like like just like depressing um like twists and like social commentary on like the world you know like almost like black mirror now yeah um so i was waiting for that and this just seems like happy-go-lucky which is good it's shocking that they don't like play this on tv like a true you know one
0: off you wonder if like sci-fi might like uh sci-fi might you know because they always play like random twilight zone marathons but uh yeah definitely like if you ever have a chance to check it out it's worth it because it it is a good wholesome story for twilight zone uh that's that's all i have to say about that though
1: yeah i'll have to give that one a watch um i'll pull a wild card here i didn't have this written down or you know premeditated before we started but It's a classic Charlie Brown Christmas. Jesus. You ever seen it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is a classic. One of definitely, definitely a favorite.
1: I love Charlie Brown because he just gets shit on in every single (laughs) episode, every single special. Like Halloween, he gets, he's the one kid that gets rocks every time they go up to a house. (laughs) In this one, he, everyone just like bullies him. I don't even remember, like, what is so wrong with Charlie Brown that they bully him?
3: Yeah, I I, don't know. There's no reason. There's no reason. He's just,
1: yeah, it's terrible. He's just a punching bag. (laughs) Literally. Just a punching bag. I sold Snoopy the (laughs) drunk. Um, I don't care about Woodstock. (laughs) Is that SNL? (laughs) What is that? Family guy. Family guy.
0: (laughs) Snoopy's dead and I sold him the junk.
1: (laughs) It's your old punching bag, Charlie Brown. (laughs) Is that Family Guy too or is that the same one? Me and Jack quote that probably weekly. Okay, that's funny. Um, so I pulled out some fun facts again. They actually had a laugh track for it, which is pretty wild. But then they cut it before the actual premiere. Could you? Ima- I don't even know what you would laugh at. I know that'd be terrible. I guess Snoop- he's like to about like
0: to kill himself just throughout would this be whole the thing, like Snoopy's antics. Yeah, like yeah like, I guess he's like
1: driving.
0: Like Yeah, like all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, Snoopy's doghouse is blue in this special, and every other special it's red. This was also the first one, first special, mm. out of all of them. Um, they ended production ten days before it premiered, so it kind of has some South Park vibes to it. Just getting it in, getting it out. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of sad. None of the children who did the voices were credited <laughs> in the end. So, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I hope they got paid. Like, I don't, know. I don't know what the rules were in 1970 or whenever this came out. 65. Um, that's pretty messed up. The lady who actually played Lucy in this, her vo- this is what it says. It says her voice broke. And she never voiced Lucy in any other special because of that. Her voice broke. Like she couldn't talk? Like, I don't, I don't even know I what that means. Mean. Or, or like, like it, it's wow. like raspy now. Like Maybe, maybe it's raspy much, so and, it's and raspy. she couldn't do the high pitched voice anymore. Yeah. That might um, be. It. But I'll pull up the review tagline here. Um, I think this one is more positive. It's a true classic. It is I accurate. like that. That's a good one too. I mean, it it uh, is
0: definitely of all like those specials. I think it's got to be. It's got to be like top five. I mean, that's including it's always like, Rankin too. Bass. That's including the Halloween, like even the Halloween. Char- like, I mean, that's a classic. I'm pissed that. Uh, I think Apple like acquired it, so now it's not all, it's not on TV anymore. Which it's kind of shit. I mean, I get the the business side of it, but that's shitty because that was like such a classic every year to see on TV. You know, that'd be like, uh, you know, buying "It's a Wonderful Life." I mean, that's on every year. Imagine someone buying that and be like, "We're hoarding it now from TV." Like, that's I don't know. That's shitty, but
3: I, I would have to I would have to get access to whoever's hoarding it. That's why that's the business.
0: I'm surprised you don't have like a an eight K digital Blu Ray like some crazy <laughs> copy of it. That's like.
3: That's I've your, got that's your Christmas a DVD. Movie, right? Yeah, it's a Christmas Eve movie. I watch. It. I'm going to be watching it tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, but yeah, I have I'm a DVD it, of *In so. Wonderful Life*. I have watched *Charlie Brown* because we have Apple Plus, uh, whatever it's called, Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I have watched this *Charlie Brown* because of the kids, maybe seventy times really? since the start they of December. Like it? Yeah, like Sh- Shana. Shana sits down and watches it. Like wow. so, when we watch a show like that. We, we put it on you know oh. to keep it quiet i'm surprised
0: because um, of the you know cg graphics now
3: like yeah, you think no, i think she wouldn't mean,
0: be appealing it wouldn't be as appealing
2: especially cuz
3: for for not like reason, very snoopy
1: yeah it's not very Snoop. uh music's good entertain like i don't know it's kind she, of boring honestly it's like yeah it's, you know, it's, but I it's mean, better it, as an adult
3: i feel yeah. like i mean she's into the music i guess and and the nice. funny thing is when we're in the car and we hear the music she's like oh snoopy music like holy shit yeah, yeah you're it's right um cool though but the the movie itself is, is phenomenal. Like, you're right. He, and it, it's weird. I, I think there's definitely a mix of like, oh, this is so old school, so like we have to like it. Um, because there are parts of it, you're like, this is fucking deep and like sad. Like, why is yeah. this popular? Um, but then like in the end, it's great. You know, so Linus's speech is the best. You know, and he gives that, speech like that's the meaning of Christmas drawback. like that's phenomenal that gives me the, the chills um true so every time we watch it I'm like yeah I gotta watch Linus um yeah it's <clears throat> it's really good There, there. Schroeder they're, they're, there's a lot so many characters in that one too Schroeder's phenomenal on the piano
1: when mm-hmm.
3: he's, he's fucking with uh Lucy they're or she's fucking Jingle
1: Bells with or whatever that one dancing she's trying
3: camera. to get him to play Jingle, jingle Bells uh, and he's playing it like beautifully. And she's like, no, no, no. Yeah, like that's not true. He, he keeps playing <laughs> he's the best piano player ever. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and Snoopy is, is very funny and it's a great episode. So yeah, good call. All right. So, um, all right. I will. So I guess this is, I've got this one and then just like some sort of thoughts after you guys are done like just random um, throw-ins just to to kind of do a quick hitters. But um, King of the Hill, uh, they were one show that did a few different uh, Christmas episodes. Like Office, they did one almost every year. Always Sunny, like I mentioned last time, they chose to do one, and that was it. Um, King of the Hill did a few. And I thought that all of them that they did were you know, the two stand out as like very well done. The thing about the King of the Hills are it's not like overly Christmas. Um, and so the one I'm calling out is season two, episode 11. So Hank's mom is coming home for Christmas or coming to visit Frank, uh, Hank for Christmas with her new boyfriend, uh, a Jewish guy from Arizona. And, uh, the, you know, Story is He's home Hank doesn't like it He tries to put them In separate rooms He does He ends up The the boyfriend Ends up in a room With Bobby Who of course Starts to act like The the new boyfriend I forget his name Gary Is his name Um, and, And it's just like This episode Calls out So Christmas is more Of like the The setting For it But it's not like Overly Christmassy But it's still Very perfect Because the, the I'll get to the specific funny parts in a second, but the story is they come to visit and Hank's got a problem with them of course, as any son might have a problem with the old mother dating again and uh, they leave and, and Hank comes back sees them making love on his kitchen table and goes blind and <laughs> that is then the, the problem that they need to solve the rest of the episode is how does Hank solve his blindness? He, you know, his dad comes in his real dad. And then that interaction with mom and the boyfriend or whatever is funny. Um, but he's all the while Hank is still blind. He goes to see doctors. The doctors suggest that maybe you're not actually blind, but it's like an involuntary reaction to something. And, uh, that you, you did. And then he finally admits that that's what he saw. And, um gets to know the, the friend a little bit better and he can see you again. Um so do you guys remember this episode? I know uh Frank, you watch King of the Hill. I don't know if this episode rings out.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't remember almost anything from it from anything you said, except I do remember him seeing his mom and going like that that's like that's what br- burned in my though. mind. <laughs> like I don't really remember much else though. So, so um, how, uh, I'm interested to see what else
3: happens, I guess. Like, funny funny parts of the episode. It, it, to me, it's a perfect episode to call Hank out. Like, he as a character... I think people that don't watch me of the Hill think that, like, Hank is just, like, a redneck or something, and, and like, that's the draw. Hank is, like, so overly wholesome yeah. that that is what's funny. Yeah. And so, like, his mom gets off the plane at the airport to like hasn't seen him in like a year and he's like, oh, and, and the mom gives him a hug and and or, or tries to like, you know, shake, and he's like, Mom, we're in public, like one hand only. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he can't he can't like fully embrace his mom because he's like so embarrassed that like people would see. Um and Bobby like Bobby does everything that Hank like doesn't want. Right. So Hank has a problem with the boyfriend. Bobby's in this, you know, rooming with him and becomes, like, attached to him. So the guy, is he talks like a, he's a Jewish guy. And he talks like a, a, a Jewish guy would. So he's like, you, I like. And Bobby's like, wow, you say that. Interesting. Most people would say, I like you. But you say, you, I like. So then Bobby's walking around the house talking like this Jewish guy. And then Hank's, like, getting driven nuts by that. Um, <laughs> Hank's can't sleep in the middle of the night because he hates this guy so much. And the guy happens to be out there in the living room, like, watching TV in the middle of the night. And the the... Those churches that they, what are they called? Um, that like heal people and shit. That it's all like a fraud. Uh, shit, that's on TV. And Frank or uh, Hank is telling him like, yeah, this is what I like. Like, I just want to watch this. Can you stop talking to me? Like, this is what I like to watch. And the guy's like, wow, you really like this stuff. And it turns out at the end of the episode, that's where the guy takes him to try to solve his blindness because he's a nice guy. He heard that Hank likes this. Mm. Take some of this like evangelical you know, yeah. crazy shit. And, uh, you know, so it has a callback there. Um, but one of the funniest things that I, I think is before he goes blind, what leads to it is the family. It's like the two days before Christmas, the family is all leaving in a hurry because the eighth grade basketball team is in the championship game <laughs> and they're all leaving to the point where Luann jumps in and goes, Hurry up! We gotta get out of here. If I don't see tip off, I don't know which team shooting at what shoot. Like <laughs> that is like the whole family wants to go see this. And he's like, Mom, you coming? She's like, no. So then they stay behind. They're driving to the, the court and the arena. And he says, you know, Peggy, did you do this? And she's like, Yes, Hank. Did you do this? Yes, Hank. Did you bring the foam number one finger? Yes, Hank. Is it the basketball foam number one finger? She's like no, and he like swerves and goes back. Like he he needs to have the basketball version of the number one finger, and that's what causes him to see his parent, his mom having sex on the kitchen table. So like he's such a wholesome dude, and it, it just is called out so many times in this episode that that's what I you know really get a kick out of is that you know angle. So um, yeah, that's that's really all I had from it. A lot of a lot of funny things, especially if you're a fan of the show, um, and. Yeah, like I said, not a lot of Christmas, just Christmas is the the reason they're all there.
0: Yeah, and I guess at the end, kind of the nice gesture
3: brings it back. Yeah, yeah. he ends up liking him in the end because he he realizes, you know, you can't stop it, and he ends up being a nice guy, and just like, you know, any normal storyline would end. So, well done.
0: I like that. Um, My last one, we can all, it's a Simpsons episode, so we can all kind of do whatever on this one. Um this one's season 7 episode 11. This one's called Marge Be Not Proud. Um this is kind of along the King of the Hill. Like the Christmas isn't super heavy in this one. It's very undertoned. I don't even think it comes in until maybe the end. Um when Bart gives Marge a gift. Um All right. So this is the one with Bone Storm. Bart uh want, everyone wants Bone Storm. Bart wants it um it opens up with a crust i I just i'm just going to read a couple lines and go through the plot Uh, it opens with it's a crusty kind of christmas brought to you by ilg selling your body chemicals after you die and by little sweetheart cupcakes a subsidiary of ilg (laughs) like god like they they do it so well in that show Uh, (laughs) um Lisa says, uh, "Hey, isn't Krusty Jewish?" And then uh, Bart says, "Christmas is the time when people of all religions come together to worship Jesus Christ." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a, that's a nice. I like that." Um, so, like I said, Bone Storm. Bone Storm, I guess, was trying to be like the more Mortal Kombat. Um, so, I guess that's when that was kind of popular um, for kids. Um, so everyone wants Bone Storm. He. Bart ends up going to the stop and save or something like that. And that's where you see that mean kid, Gavin. He's like, buy me bone storm mom or whatever. Um, and like you idiot, (laughs) you stupid. Like he's
3: called his mom. Treat her like dog shit. And Bart's
0: like, wow, that must be the luckiest kid in the world. Um,
3: by two, I'm not sharing with Caitlin. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um, also Millhouse had it. That was before that. So, Thrill House, that's where Thrill House comes from. He enters his name. It can only fit Thrill Ho on the screen, <laughs> which is, uh, I mean, goddamn. damn. Um, Bart steals the game. He gets caught, and the security guard makes a phone call, leaves a message on the He's like, ah, yeah, well, I hope you have a nice Christmas. All right. He's like, ah, they weren't home. I left a message. <laughs> it was like he was having a conversation with no one. So Bart has to go home, switches the tape. Um oh the security guard shows Bart a tape also of uh Troy McClure and he's like, Don't steal and it's like uh shoplifting comes from when thieves used to lift up the corner of shops and steal the sweet olives inside. Shaka mesh, when will you ever learn? And it's like some Indian guy stealing olives. Dude, this episode I was just laughing the whole time writing down quotes. So Bart goes home, he changes the tape, uh to that song, "Hello mother Hello Fada."
3: Um, the best part of that part, though, Frank, is they listen to it, and mm-hmm. Homer goes, "Lisa or Marge is Lisa Granada, <laughs> yeah,
2: because
3: yep. it's a, it's clearly a guy singing, and it's a famous song." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like
0: it's definitely not is your Lisa daughter. There? It's not your daughter singing to you. Um, the next morning, Bart's very excited because he thinks he got away with it um he opens the fridge it's full of like eggnog uh she's like why do we have so much eggnog he's like 36 noggy days is all you get and then the government takes it away from you again which i thought was kind of funny because where does like why isn't eggnog ever around for more than just this little time period um they're going to the try and save to get the family picture which the security guard said if bart ever comes back he's going to be in big trouble uh, then March finds out that he shoplifted, um, which com- it just completely devastates her. So for the rest of almost the rest of the episode, she's treating Bart almost like a teenager or like an adult. Like she's kind of like, okay, you don't need a mom right now. You're a big, you're a big kid. Um, uh, and then they get home, and Homer's like, "Haven't you?" I'll, I'll, I'll edit this in on the real podcast, but I just want to go through it. Haven't you learned anything from the guy who gives those sermons at church? Captain, what's his name?
3: Th- Stealing! How could you? Haven't you learned anything from that guy who gives those sermons at church? Captain, what's his name? We live in a society of laws. Why do you think I took you to all those police academy movies? For fun? Well, I didn't hear anybody laughing. Did you? Except that that guy who made sound effects. <laughs>
2: hug hug
0: (laughs) where was I oh yeah stay out of my boot just keeps letting Bart do things they make like a snow family and Bart comes back he's like there's no more snow so he uses some snow from under the car so he makes like a brown dirty Bart snowman Um, she doesn't put the marshmallow in his hot chocolate he tries to put it in and it like swells up and becomes one big thing and he starts cutting it and abe simpson's like cut me off a slice of that or whatever um so then what he does is he goes to um just to try and say i guess he goes somewhere to get a picture because uh marge never had a nice picture of bart so he gets her a nice picture he comes back in the house she's like what are you hiding and he shows her she's in love she's like well since you got me something early you can open something early and he's like oh my god is a bone storm he opens it up and it's Lee Carvello's putting challenge, which I probably should have mentioned earlier was like the other game, like the bad game. No one wants it. It looks boring as shit. Um, uh, and then they end the episode with like Lee Carvello and Bart picks a driver and just smashes the ball into the uh, into the parking lot. Um, just two quick fun facts. Um, it was apparently based on the writer Mike Scully's childhood experience. Um, I didn't read too much into it, but I guess he had a similar like theft is one of his parents being disappointed um and then the other thing was a goof it said how did Bart get caught while nelson and jimbo get away with it if the cameras were in the same spot and they were showing off their stolen goods which i was like yeah that's interesting um but yeah i think this is a great episode but like i said the, the christmas is only at the very end but i think it's still pretty cool because bart ends up doing what's right by his mom um did you have any extra stuff to
1: add, or where's this rank in your Christmas uh, Simpsons eps? I was just looking up the Lee Carvello's putting game. You can buy like a NES cartridge. Yeah, I with saw it. On it. It's yeah. kind of funny. I yeah,
0: wonder, what, wonder what
1: game is on it if you put it in, or if so, there's yeah, any yeah, game well, at someone
0: all. Someone should just make it. It can't be that
3: hard to make. Like they, should, they should put it in like a Tiger Woods. Like put it in a, so uh, like a. Cool.
1: Yeah, that would be genius. This would be a good uh, little gift. Good I'll have to remember that next year. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the the the, the uh, lead Carvello is at the very end, and he's like, "I suggest putter." Yeah. like you've selected uh, driver.
2: Yeah,
3: and at the very end, is like, "Would you like to play again?" You've selected no. Yeah. <laughs> Classic ending.
0: Yeah, I love that.
3: And it, it, this is this is a beautiful episode. I had this and the funzo written down, so you guys nabbed them.
0: Oh no! Um, wow. I didn't think you would have this. That's why I took this one.
3: Oh no! Yeah, this one, this one's phenomenal. The the best character has got to be the security store guy. Yeah, like his is yeah, the capiche. way he speaks. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna do this. Capiche? And he says, Ev- "Do you understand yeah. He's like, everything except capiche?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, he- and the the conversation that he has with himself on the answering machine is just like, yeah, it's something, something. My name down at the, the shop. Trying to. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call a little bar here. That's right. Okay. Well, try to have a marriage christmas All right. Then. Like, he, he, he's home, great. Like right after. I mean, he, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't even, even learn like, home. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I, have, I have to assume that that was uh, what's his name? The the guy who does all the voices Mo uh, oh, uh, and the rest of them god damn yeah Black, why am I blanking on his name he's the best Azaria, Hank, Hank Azaria Hank Azaria I have to assume that that was a Hank Azaria voice but that guy was great um so yeah really up there I would say um uh, quick call out maybe we can keep talking about this episode but uh I'm noticing the Simpsons episode this one cause it was season 7 uh the office that I called out season two and the king of the hill episode that I I called out all have Greg Daniels as uh, a writer um, and a director or whatever. So Mm. Greg Daniels responsible for a lot of uh, our Christmas cheer here.
0: That's kind of interesting.
3: Where do you think I was going with that?
0: I thought you were going to say like, uh, something about the episode number or something like
3: how they're close together. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because oh, no, no, they no. all started. The, yeah,
0: um, that's
3: he inter- I, Started on The Simpsons, okay. and he when I was watching this episode this year, his name was one of the you know, first names to roll in the credits. I, I don't know if he was just the writer or the producer or the director or whatever. But then he left and went to do King of the Hill, um, and then obviously, you know that, and then he started. He was the creator of uh, the American version of The Office. And he leaves after like season six or whatever to go do Parks and Rec. So all of those episodes will be called out. I don't know if he was involved in the Funzo episode. He might have left The Simpsons by then, but um, just pretty crazy, you know, like one guy. Um, that's pretty cool. Six ways of Kevin Bacon come to you
2: Yeah,
0: um, that's that is pretty interesting. Um, it,
1: so, do you have any more to add, or I just looked at the. I'll keep it going. The IMDb review. The headline is just Millhouse. That's it. <laughs> like, how do you the get the top reviews here? It just said Milhouse. and Really? It didn't even say Thrill House? The description was... It was unbelievable. The review was something along the lines of I did not like the way Millhouse treated Bart. I would not be his friend after that time. Like, that's, <laughs> what, that's literally what the review was. That was strange. Because
0: Bart goes over to... And Millhouse has a cool two-player fighting game. And... Milhouse yeah, is like is no up. i don't want you to play it like what wouldn't you like crave to have someone to play with on a game like that i thought that was strange
3: and then and then wait a second before like when he goes back and millhouse is done playing mm. uh bone storm he's got he's like oh i'm done with that and bart's like really what's what are you doing? He's like, I'm playing this new game, ball and cup. And it's yeah. the, the game where you swing the ball and landing in the cup. And he's like, it's so challenging. And he's it. he's like, so I can just keep this. And he's like, yeah, go ahead and keep those. And Bart's about to walk away. He goes, well, wait a second. I want that now. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, no, it's mine. So, Bart's no, staring oh, again. Was a dick.
0: Um, I also forgot to mention, like at one point, Bart uses Mrs. Van Houten as like a stand-in mom. And he's like helping her with the mail. He's like, who's this person? Who's this person? And he's like, tell me I'm good <laughs> or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a sweet episode. And like I said, there's so much stuff I could – like there's so much quotes, um, which I think Simpsons do good. I tried to watch some more Simpsons Christmas this year than I typically do. And I feel like there's not – there's a ton of them, which I haven't seen probably – more than half of them I have not seen. The only other ones I can think of are the original episode, the first episode. Um, and then the one with the grumple. I remember that one. I don't think I know like any others. Except the ones we talked about there's, the those two.
3: There's the one where it's Miracle on Evergreen Terrace where Bart lies uh-huh. about yeah. the the thief stealing the Christmas thing. and it was actually him by accident there's um,
1: a little helper one isn't that? that's the first one that's, that's the
3: first ever. ever um and then there's the one where uh lisa becomes a buddhist with yeah. richard greer see, i don't
0: know that one like I, I i've seen it but i don't know like i have no idea what even happens
3: the, the only thing <laughs> from that episode like even when i see the title of the episode my thought instantly goes to a scene where they're in the cookie mark, or or maybe they're in uh whatever buddhist pray in like a temple or something and it's richard greer lisa goes to talk to him lenny and carl are there and they're meditating like you know legs crossed with their arms out and they're they're meditating going who wears short shorts i wear short shorts and richard Richard Greer and lisa are looking at him and he looks at her and goes man those guys are way off (laughs) (laughs) That cracks me up every time i I watch that episode. that's pretty good um but yeah it it does start to go downhill unless you really start to um, kind of lay off your your super intense view on on what you're expecting well yeah that's the thing th- like episodes. I
0: have I don't watch after a certain season but like so like yeah I guess that's part of it but also like I could do it now with like Disney plus I have everyone like in a playlist but um, like all the titles and the little picture, the thumbnails look like they'd be awesome episodes. So I'm like, I'm kind of like tempted, but it's like, I don't know. Why not? You just have such a, I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't know. It is weird. Like why not just watch it? What's the worst that happens? I hate that episode because they do look interesting. They all look like some take place in the future. It looks like a bunch of other, you know, there's like 20 of them, 20 something of them. So
1: I don't know someday maybe. Uh, Any honorable mentions or anything? One I had to mention real quick, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Sure. Everyone's seen that one. It's a classic. Um, One thing I wanted to bring up, I was looking at the IMDb, and this was listed as a goof. And it said when Goofy is telling Ebenezer that he was going to be visited by three ghosts, he holds up two fingers like that's not a goof. That's the joke.
0: Yeah, would not that be the? Joke? <laughs> that's the
1: joke of the the scene. So, so that I don't know. That, that, whoever wrote that, I don't know if I. I have a lot of questions with IMDb. I'm gonna have to probably it. probably up. a Warner Brothers fan, <laughs> a Looney Tunes fan. Um, the top review. This one's weird too. It's lovely, but too short.
0: I think it's too short. Also, really, yeah, I never really thought. I do. That. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, they plan they it's like I think it's like 22 25.
3: minutes. Yeah, yeah 20, so it's such yeah. a lot. It's a lot I have seen, seen this maybe 100 times this year yeah, as well. A lot um for my daughter. And <clears throat> it it does it starts slow
2: because
3: mm-hmm. the scene in his little shop where he's dealing with like Mickey in the beginning and then it just bulldozes. It like Yeah, yeah. Even the even the scene of him coming home dealing with Goofy is, is Goofy's morally um, that takes him to like halfway point, and then everything, all the ghosts are fast as hell. Um, yeah,
0: that I don't like that. I wish they would have kept the ghosts a little longer. Yeah, maybe like forty five minutes or something.
3: And the scene where he he's with the ghost of Christmas Future, mm-hmm. uh, he is like being dragged to hell. Like, yeah, the hell yeah. opens up, and there's, like, fire and brimstone and, like, arms, like, coming to get him. It's Moaning. like, Jesus Christ. This is, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, this is for children. Like, my God. Uh,
1: so, yeah. I always liked it, uh, the Ghost of the Future, his cigar. And he, he just rips the cigar. It's, yep. it's a cool scene where he's, like, revealed. He, like, takes off his hood, I think. Yeah. And then the cigar Pete. comes up. It's the only yeah, thing kind of lighting up the screen. Yeah. It's a cool scene. I agree.
0: that That is cool. I always liked... Um, the Christmas present when he takes the lamppost and uses that as a flashlight, like light. clicks it, clicks yeah. it a I, lo- I don't it. know why. I always love that scene. And when he's opening the <laughs> rooftops and <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good special. Um, I had one I was gonna mention, but I figured none of you probably ever watched because uh, was a uh, Tiny Toon Adventures did a It's a Wonderful Life, um, like not spoof, but you know, homage to and. It was, we watched it as a kid. Again, this is like a 1993, I think it came out. And I I vividly like remember it was like a prime time one. And my dad would like, he would like record stuff off TV a lot for us. So I vividly remember like him getting ready to record it for us. And then watching that VHS for years after the fact and probably wearing the hell out of it. But it was pretty good. Cause it was like, the it's a wonderful life. And it was like the Bedford falls. And they did like a lot of, the thing about tiny tunes was they would do a lot of adult, pop culture in the episode so it was a lot of like adult actors as cartoon characters and stuff like Cher was in this episode and like a bunch of other old people that like as a kid I had no idea what the hell was going on but watching it now I'm like ah, it's kind of funny um and then you know it's the same revelation like Tiny Toons wouldn't be the same without them etc but it was always a good one and like it it's off based off of a good movie so it's a good one to put on i
1: think that is hulu also yeah i've seen that a bunch of times too yeah yeah i just remember um i just looked it up when mm. he's singing he's not singing but he's like talking out the little drummer boy you know when he's mm. sitting on the stage yeah, i don't know uh, why that sticks out in my it's head uh, uh, captain
0: like, kirk whatever uh, that guy's name is that like so he's in it and okay. you know when he sings he sings like dum dum dum. dum like yeah it's so yeah. like pum Rum, pum, 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 yeah, yeah. Pum. <laughs> so it, yeah like that stuff flew over my head but now I'm like oh that's, that's yeah. good um, yeah so no, that's a good one any others Phil that you had or
3: I, I had a few just to rip off here I mean the um, so Seinfeld Festivus mm-hmm. not Christmas but it is sort of um, I, I was watching that today and I found out that the guy who created Festivus is not actually it's not from Seinfeld but it is because the guy who created it was like a known author his last name was O'Keefe and uh, his son wrote that episode of Seinfeld so that's why it became popular was because that guy created it based off of like not wanting to be commercialized you know all that bullshit and that guy's son ends up being a comedy writer and writes the episode of Seinfeld and now we all know that Um, so that's a solid episode. Um,
0: Cousin Mike just sent me a picture of his work, did a festivist pole, and they put all their grievances uh, on it about the work. And the, they made him take it down. <laughs> did they really? Yeah, I guess they, they were putting like real stuff on it. So he sent me a picture. I was like, dude, that's a genius idea. That's pretty funny. I had
3: a guy who sat next to me at my work put a Festivus pole up, and it just looked like a stripper pole. And HR, like, we don't have, like, an HR for real, but, like, the woman walked by and was like, you got to take this down. Yeah. She's like, no, it's my Festivus pole. She's like, I'm not falling for it. Let's go. <laughs> and, like, this guy definitely did not intend it to be a, a, yeah, like, a what, stripper pole.
0: When would you use it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what the hell? That's,
3: she thought that it was sucks. Dean vulgar, But anyway, uh, Festivus is one. Then a, a new show that just came out of the Christmas episode, Solar Opposites. Um, I think that's worth calling out just because it's so well done. Um, and this is like, for anyone who's into like the Rick and Morty type show, if you're not giving Solar Opposites a look, it's it's worth it. But uh, the Christmas episode is beautiful because it hits like all these different classic movies. They're, they're spoofing off of, you know, Jingle All the Way is the main one, but they, they end up going into all these other movies and that show is great because like rick and morty now is so like intense like the storyline is always just like way over the top and solar opposite humor and the the thing that comes out of it that's great is the the dialogue like the characters Mm -hmm. are so quick-witted and the way they talk to each other the lines that they say to each other that's what makes that show fun so that's what i think would make a random person be able to watch that episode and be like, this is, this is a funny Christmas episode. Um, yeah, even though you don't watch the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great episode. Did you guys watch that the, one the, this uh, year?
0: Turbo man or whatever. What is it called? Turbo man is the toy. But the movie. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Like that's wrapped around storyline. So fucking, and like the kid being in it, like the kid from the movie being in, that's Jamie, cool. He's <laughs> the king. The Jamie, <laughs> he becomes like evil because he didn't get his toy. Um, I, I don't
1: know. That 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 was a great episode. Have you seen that, Drew? I definitely have, but I forget it. I watched Solar Opposites. What? I don't know. I mean, this it just came out. out. Oh, it, was, yeah, yeah, like it like, came
3: it. out like December. Yeah, like it was like a They do a
1: whole level. new season. Mm-hmm. No, it was just, uh, just like one off, wasn't uh,
3: it? Yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was a Christmas episode. You should watch it. I'll watch it tomorrow, dude. Watch it. Yeah, watch it tomorrow. It's worth it.
0: I think so. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'll yeah go that, to that that's,
0: special season bar or something.
3: It's just worth going out because it's new. A lot of stuff we we've talked about is old. They so, so much it, Christmas. It, it, so yeah, I mean, it's that kind of like always sunny. Like if they do one and done, they never do it again. Like it Perfect. makes it even more of a classic. So because uh, I think they did a great job with it. Yeah, but do um,
2: go back to that. well.
3: Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> and then just uh, two other notes. Home Improvement was a show that I used to love. They never. I can't pinpoint a, um, a an episode specifically, but what I remember when I think Christmas and I think of my favorite shows, I think of Tim the Toolman Taylor having a battle with this neighbor Doc Johnson on who puts up the best lights. And you never see jo- uh, Doc Johnson, and you never see Doc Johnson's lights, but you always see Tim trying to put his lights up, uh, you know, and falling down and getting into you know that incident and stuff like that. Um, it's always a battle of the lights with Doc Johnson. Every season is is always Doc Johnson, you know, he's the enemy. Um, so that's always, I get a kick out of that, thinking back on it. And then you always see Marty, Tim's dad, is or Tim's uh, brother, mm-hmm. is such a horrible, horrible, horrible dad to yeah. his two twin daughters. Um, just a born loser, Marty is. Like our friend group, like we when we see like a, a complete, Shill of a man, we call him Marty because of Marty Taylor. That's
2: pretty so. Funny.
3: Um, oh. Yeah, he, he's just horrible. There's one episode where they have like a terrible Christmas because of Marty. I feel like yeah, yeah. I
0: can kind of remember. Is I, I wanted to do a home improvement, but I don't. I don't know where you watch it. I couldn't find like anywhere um, to stream it at least. It might be like on TV randomly. I guess.
3: That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, well, home improvement's on TV. Yeah, uh, I know, on, I've like, seen it. Yeah, it's on it's on uh, like country music channel and, and other um, of those like higher up channels, but I think it could be on Hulu, but I can't. Oh, say that,
0: for sure. that sucks! If it is, because yeah, would have been on that. Yeah, I agree. And then they're great.
3: the The last thing I'll just throw: not a television show, but there's nothing that brings me joy um, than watching football or basketball on Christmas. And when they put the little Christmas lights on the score bug on TV, oh, that's that's the best for me. The little, you know, <laughs> Christmas lights. Like I, I made a Christmas power hour, and uh, there's a, a clip that I threw on Deshaun Jackson running a kickback for the Eagles, and the score bug is the Christmas lights. Like uh-huh. It's just like, oh, cool. it's Christmas time. Like, here we go. And we got two games on Christmas this year. You better believe that Fox is going to have the scoreboard lit up like a Christmas tree. So that to me, it's just like trying to, oh. trying
0: to be a PC. So they can't do Christmas. Oh, there's no way.
3: <laughs> there's no way. If like, they
0: hey, don't howdy, then howdy the Jews will get pissed off or something. <laughs> the,
3: the, oh, Corn's if they don't a have like ABC usually does it for the basketball games. Yeah. but if they yeah. don't, I'm gonna be Christmas
1: basketball is the best.
3: Do you like? Are you more I'm excited a basketball for the basketball
1: for that? Yeah. Really? I love Christmas Day basketball.
3: Christmas basketball or Christmas uh football is so rare that it's like special, it's like a full moon. Hmm.
0: That sucks they have to play on Christmas.
3: Can't
1: even get a day off. Poor guys. a million dollars. <laughs> so those there's
3: really other throw in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like those. Um yeah, there's so many. Um so I'm glad we talked about a bunch of them. Um yeah, so thank you both. Merry Christmas to both of you guys. Today is Festivus, so Mm -hmm. this will probably be out on Christmas Eve. So uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas, Drew and Phil. And uh, have a wonderful New Year. See ya.
1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please.